In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. The text for the sermon this morning is the epistle lesson read a moment ago from 1 Peter chapters 4 and 5. Hear again the word of the Lord. Do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice insofar as you share in Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. What? Don't be surprised when suffering comes, but rejoice in our sufferings? That's a big ask, isn't it? But isn't that the kind of joy that we want? Joy that can't be diminished by suffering? So how does the Lord give us that kind of joy? Peter gives us a picture of a lion in 1 Peter 5. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Clear enough, the devil prowls with the goal of hunting you and your family. So that's an easy picture to maybe picture yourself within. So there you are in your house, maybe in Africa or something where the lions roam. And you, if you know, if you know that a lion is somewhere outside in the bushes and it's hungry and wanting to eat people like you, aren't you going to be careful? You don't go out exploring in the woods alone. And you don't let your kids wander off and go play in the bushes. And if you have to go outside, aren't you going to carry some sort of weapon? Most importantly, you're going to keep an eye on that tall grass because that's where you know the lions are hanging out. You know that when the lion comes to attack, it's not going to come from your kitchen but it's gonna come from that tall grass. So the connection for us is obvious. The devil wants to attack, but if you know where and how he attacks, you're gonna be able to stay safe from him and keep your children safe. Now that's the picture, but what does that have to do with joy in the face of suffering? Well, according to Peter, the devil seeks to devour you by going after your joy. That's what he says. Now, we might first think that the lion devouring is the devil driving to tempt us towards some sort of great sin. And he certainly does do that, and he does devour us in that way. But that's not what Peter says here in 1 Peter 4 and 5. Temptation and sin are not mentioned but only suffering. 1 Peter 5, cast all your anxieties, those things that rob you of joy, cast your anxieties on God because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of not temptations, but suffering. The same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. 
And after you have suffered for a little while, God will restore you and strengthen you. So you see, it's primarily suffering that the devil uses to rob you of your joy and ultimately to try to destroy your faith in a loving and merciful God. It's the trials and the hardships of life. Those are the tall grasses in which the devil hides. In your moments of suffering, the devil will come and will try to use that suffering to drive you away from Jesus, to turn you and your family from the Lord and rob you of joy. Saying something like, if Jesus loved you, why would he let this happen? If people find out about this, you'll be shamed, so you better cover it up with more sin. Or God can't love you because of your sin, so maybe he's punishing you in this. Or maybe God's not in control at all, whispers the devil. But if you know that such is the devil's plan, doesn't that change the way that you face suffering? You already know that the devil's out there, and you already know that he wants to use suffering to rob you of joy and faith. Therefore, the Christian view of suffering is transformed. When suffering comes, you already know the devil's goal. You see him in the bushes, and so it's not surprising for you. Do not be surprised, says Peter. You can say, devil, I see you there in this suffering, in this cancer, in this divorce, this unemployment, this tragedy, this whatever it is that you're facing in your life. I know what you're trying to do, and it's not going to happen. The joy of the Christian was never found in things always going smoothly for us. Again, the joy of the Christian was never found in things always going smoothly, as if that could ever happen anyway. The joy of the Christian was won on the cross, and the devil can't rob you of that. Jesus has suffered in your place, so he has forever changed what suffering means and what it does to us. The devil has been overcome. So now even the devil, even the suffering that the devil wants to use to devour you, God takes it up and uses it for his own good, despite the devil's intentions. 1 Peter 5, 12. Do not be, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. Test you. Tests are toward good, to strengthen us. So if it's a test, it's necessarily not from the devil. It's from God, and it's for your good. So Jesus takes the devil's plan to use suffering to rob you of joy. He takes that and uses it to turn you back to himself. Well, the devil would have your suffering turn you away from God. Jesus takes that same suffering and uses it against the devil to strengthen your faith against the devil. Luther used to say that the devil is God's devil. 
It's not to say that he's like telling him what to do toward evil or something like that, but what, what, what Luther's getting at there is that God takes up the evil intentions of the devil, what the devil means only for good, and God takes it and uses it for good for his people, despite the devil's intentions. Jesus has promised to bring you good through your suffering. It's a test to strengthen you in some way. Now, to be sure, while you're in the midst of suffering, it is nearly impossible to see how a loving God could, could allow such a tragedy or how any good could ever come from such things. And yet, that is his promise. First Peter 5, after you have suffered a little while, God will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So we know that suffering will come in this world, and you know that the devil is there in the bushes, but that devilly lion and his attempts to rob you of joy should be no surprise for you. So in every trial and every anxiety, you know two things. You know the devil will try to use this to rip you from Jesus and rob you of your joy, and you know that the Lord has promised to bring about good in the midst of the same hardship. Jesus wants you to have joy in this life. But joy for the Christian, joy for you, is not found in a lack of challenges or a lack of suffering. Otherwise, you'd never have joy because there will always be something else the devil will use to bring you despair. Joy for the Christian is found in knowing that you belong to Jesus and that he suffered precisely because he knew that you would suffer. He has joined himself to you in baptism and has promised to be with you always. And always includes the hard times. He is with you in your trials, using them for good. Good. Political unrest might remind us of the good not to put our trust in princes. Disasters might be used by God to bring his children to himself in heaven. Job loss might have you trusting in God instead of your investment portfolio. Marriage struggles have you mindful that your spouse is as sinful as you, and yet Jesus forgives you and sets you to forgive in the same way. Your child's mistake might have consequences that the Lord will use toward a good that you might never witness. Disease reminds you of your mortality and has you clinging to the Lord. And even death itself is used for the ultimate good of bringing us and our loved ones into the Lord's heavenly kingdom. Our trials and the bushes of this life where the devil hides. But you know that he's there and you know his plan. He wants you doubting God's love and getting further tangled up in the bushes of despair and unbelief with him. But you already know the devil's strategy. And Jesus has given you his word to strengthen you, to prepare you, and to comfort you when those times come. He has promised to be with you always. He prays for you even now and the devil has been overcome by the blood of Jesus. 
That's a joy that enables you to even look suffering in the face and say in faith, I know it's going to be okay because Jesus has overcome all of this for me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Christ is risen. We stand for prayer.